Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. And uh, just want to, you know what? I just want to take a, just a couple of moments and let's just thank the Father for Jesus. Thank you, Father, that the fullness of the Godhead was placed in the seed of the woman called Mary who said, let your word be unto me. Let your word, and Lord God, we look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith today. We glorify and we lift up the name of Jesus, the the name that is above every other name. Father God, we worship you. We worship Jesus. We worship precious Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, that you are the Savior of the world. You are our Savior, and we look to you. We honor you. We bless you. We bless you, word of life, word that became flesh and dwelt among us. And the disciples, Father God, beheld the the glory of Jesus and they beheld and they knew it was the only, and they, they knew that he was the only begotten of you, Lord God, as you became the son, as you became incarnate in this world, you became Jesus. And we are becoming one with you in our whole spirit, souls, and bodies this day, Lord God. We thank you for the covenantal union. We thank you for Shema Israel Adonai. Elohim, Adonai Elohim, we thank you, Lord God, that we are becoming one as we, Lord God, as we hear from you, as we participate with you, as we come back into remembrance of you. Oh, Father God, we love you. We love Jesus, 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 Jesus. We look to you. We honor you with it. This is This is all about you, Jesus. Immortality is about you, Jesus. Eternal age is about you, Jesus. Eternal life is about you, Father, and Jesus. Knowing knowing who Jesus was introducing us and creating accessibility to, we say, Jesus, you are the door. We don't enter any other way. We don't break in any other way. We go through the door of Jesus. Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no one else like you. There's no one else has the words like you. There's nowhere else we want to go. There's no other presence we want to be in rather than yours. Oh, precious Jesus, precious Holy Spirit, be manifested here today on this podcast today, be manifested to everyone, Lord God, that is listening. Be Come upon us, Lord Jesus. Come upon us, Spirit of Christ. Come upon us, precious Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. We enter into the gates of authority by saying, Jesus, we are grateful. 
grateful that we are becoming everything that we are. We're grateful for the sanctification process of transformation of our minds. I thank you, Lord God, that we have the mind of Christ and the mind of Christ is manifesting through the gray matter of our brains. I thank you, Lord God, that the crooked ways are being made straight as we hear the word of the Lord. Father, we are like the, the disciples and the apostles that heard your word, looked into your word, and handled the word of life. I thank you that today we hear and obey, we look and live, and we will properly handle the word of truth, the word of light. Father God, we decree and declare you, God, you are light, and you are in the fullness of all of creation, all of the allness is in the Christ. And we are in Christ and we are so grateful today. We enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. We thank you, Lord God, that we enter in through thanksgiving and into your courts with praise today. We enter into your authority and your legislative power by, by being thankful and by entering into your courts with our declarations. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Thank you for every member, every subscriber, every partner that is listening, every every part of the ecclesia, everyone that according to Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 11, everyone that is wearing an earth suit that has received eternity into their hearts as according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3.11. I bless you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I hope you're okay with me worshiping God for about five minutes there. I hope you felt the anointing and received the blessing of the Lord. And I, I just, I know this, that we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Wherever you see a gate, in the Bible, it's making reference to a place of authority, a place where things are allowed to come in, a place where things are are, are stopped from coming in. There, You can go in and out through the gate, and it's the gate where the mayors and the, um, uh, the counselors of the city would meet and do their negotiations. It's the gate that is authority. So the, the, I've said this for years, that the, the, gate of authority swings on the hinges of gratitude. The gate of authority swings on the hinges of gratitude. If you're wondering why you're not feeling the authority you need to, you need to just take a few moments and you need to just spend a few minutes just praising God. That wasn't my first moments of praising God, by the way, this morning when I just was praising him and praying to him. No, 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 no. I've had significant time, chronos time in his presence, which became kairos times that I'm operating throughout the day because I am not under the gun. I am not under time's authority. I, I've come into agreement with time and, and I'm governing time. I'm a governor 
What gives me governing authority? Because I've operated through the gate of authority. The door is through Jesus. When you go through the door of Jesus, you step into your Kairos abilities. So you, there's the, I'm going to get into it in just a minute. In, in, in Acts chapter one, verse seven, it says, and he said to them, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons, which I, the father has put in his own authority. This was before, this this is, is what it used to be when we were under the law. We are about to enter into a new season as the 120 were in the upper room. So don't be concerned. There, the times is the is the chronos, the tickety talk of the clock. And then there's the seasons. And I, I said that we've entered into uh, the seasons of Psalms 24, which will be at, at least three years, where we'll we'll we will where we will be transitioning effectively and continually quickly. So it's not time to hunker down. It's not time to uh, you know work on your foundations. You got to be. You got to have already done that in the times. Of, of uh, Psalms 23, when he was when he was leading us through the the valley of the shadow of death, and we were dying to self promotion, we were dying to selfishness, we were dying to all all these things that are are um, trying to cause self preservation. We had to die to these things so that we could be resurrected into the seasons of God and the the Kairos moments of God where we have stepped into. As we stepped, as we got washed in, as the ecclesia, the remnant of the ecclesia got swept into the promised lands, the ones that are being prepared. You got to come into the new Kairos moments, the new seasons of ascension and ascending today. My podcast is called Living from the Upper Room. We are living from the upper room. We're living from the things that are above, not on the things that are beneath. We are living, we are setting our affections. Where is your affections? On your bank account? Are your affections on gaining wealth? Are your affections on gaining status? Are your affections on gaining platforms? Are your uh, affections, are your affections set on the things of the physical realm and doing things according to the physical realm. Now, I'm going to add something to, to this right now that I'm going to go deeper into in weeks to come. And that's when, when uh, Peter and John were walking through the, the gate called Beautiful. And the beggar who was set down there on a daily basis looked to them and they 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 locked eyes and the beggar was you know lifting up his hands to receive the alms to receive the silver and the gold and i want to let you know today silver and gold will not fix your situations in this season when when the apostles the disciples said to the beggar he grabbed him by the right hand and he says silver and gold have i none not that they didn't have it. That, that was not the answer that this beggar needed. Silver and gold, you don't need that, buddy. You need this. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, arise. And the Bible says that strength went into his ankles and he began to jump up and leap and dance and praise God going into the place of prayer that the disciples were heading into. You need to know in this season that you got to set your affections on the things that are above the circumstantial evidence in this temporary realm. Whose report are you going to believe and to whom has the hand of the Lord been extended? That's in uh, Isaiah chapter 53. It says, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? You, you, need, you need gates, you need courts, and you need arm. You need a gate, you need a court, and you need an arm in this season. You, you got you to gotta shift your affections from living in this realm. You got to stop facing your problems. You heard me say this before, but it bears weight right now. You need to stop trying to fix the issue. You're not a fixer. You're a user. What does that mean? You don't fix your problems. You use them. Because there is, hear the word of the Lord right now, there is a greater level of grace made available simply because of the evil of the day. There are more more resources available to you because of the evil of the day. Where sin abounds, grace does that much more abound. I'm preaching to somebody today. Somebody say amen. I re I receive the abundance of grace. We need, ladies and gentlemen, to understand that we have to learn the grace, learn, receive the grace, but learn what it is to be a generous receiver of the goodness of the Lord. When Moses said, when he was on the side of the mountain and receiving the commandments, and he says, Father, show me your glory. And you say, show me your weightiness. Show me your beauty. Show me your splendor. Show me the resources of heaven. Show me the armies. Show me the gold. Show me all these things. And when when Moses asked for that, the, the Lord says, you can't handle it. So I got to put you into Jesus. Come on now. Who is the rock of our salvation? The Bible says that. God took Moses and put him in the cleft of the rock. You got to be in the cleft of the rock to be able to handle the goodness. God's got, and, and then, and then about, so before I jump ahead of myself here, God said that he caused all of his goodness to parade in front of Moses. We are in the rock called Jesus. And, and all of God's goodness all of God's glory, weightiness, essence, is already in front of us, all around us. Because the Bible says that the whole earth is filled with his glory. But the problem is we don't have a knowledge of that glory. We have no awareness to the degree that we need to. And I'm on here today to get you to shift your gaze on what you're going through into your whole and into your who you're going to. You got to shift your gaze with intentionality today. Your uh, your gaze will determine your days. 
And that's why you gotta live from the upper room. You gotta get and you gotta stay and you gotta live from the upper room today. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Today is your divinely designed day. He has put more resources coming before you than you could use in a lifetime. God gave me a prophetic word several years ago. He says, get a paper and pencil and write this down. I said, will my iPad do? He said, paper and pencil. I said, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> he said, son, if I can get somebody to open up their eyes and see, if I can open up my, my if I can get my children, if I can get someone, one, some of my ecclesia, son of my sons and daughters, if I can get them to open their eyes and look around, and if they can get them to do that for two days, I don't know why he said two days, I don't know why it wasn't three or one, but he said in two days, if I could get them to just focus, if I could just get my people to focus on me for just two days, what they see would take them more than a lifetime to harvest the resources that he has for us already provided. But we got to set our affections on the things that are above where we are stated. Now, before I get to Acts, and I told you guys I was going to get to Acts uh, today, and be, but just before we go there, let's just skip over to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 6. Verse 4, it says, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Come on now. Therefore, if we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly, somebody say certainly, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, rendered ineffective, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. You should be no longer a slave to harmatero. You should no longer be a slave to missing the mark. You should no longer be a slave to the miscommunications that the enemy is trying to throw into your life. You, you are no longer guided. You are The sin quotient has been handled. There is no more sin that is available to you. There's no more. Jesus paid the price for your, for your sin in the past, the present, or the future. It was all paid for. So why am I reading this scripture? Because you need to understand we were united together through the whole process. We have come into covenantal union with the Father, with Jesus, with Holy Spirit. We have become one with him. It's called sumphotos, the united together through the whole process. 
Why is that important? Because you need to know that his victory is your victory. That when you woke up today, you had already won the war. The, the things that you are facing are, are not here to define, delay, or, or, or deny you. They're not here to define you. They're not here to de delay you. They're, they're not here to defy you. The, 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 the battles that you are facing today are to add cannon fodder, are to add greater grace. The problems that you're facing, you need to rejoice in. Come on now, do you understand what I'm saying? You need to rejoice in the goodness of the Lord in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the temptation, in the midst of the, in the, of the persecution. Why? Because you need to know that the pain is producing a, a very big, powerful, platforming moment for you. The devil is a liar. I don't see things here on the earth first. I have a better perspective. And you've heard me say it. I don't know how many times, but I'm going to say it again. Your perspective on the situation creates your perceptions into the situation, which creates your reality in the situation. How do you see yourself? You need to know you are woke up this morning with an A++. You woke up this morning with the victory. You woke up this morning living from the spiritual solid realm seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness. You need to know that you're the head and not the tail, that you're above and not beneath, that you're that you're blessed coming in and going out and getting up and lying down. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the country. You cannot be stopped. There's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you is already condemned and shall be proven wrong. For this is your heritage as a child of God. You live from your righteousness. You live from your victory. If you've done everything you know to do to stand, you just keep standing. And guess what? The Bible says, if you have done everything to stand and you keep on standing, you will see the deliverance of the Lord in the land of the living. I don't know how it's going to happen all the time. I just don't know. I just know I can trust him. I just know that he is faithful, that he is just, and he has prepared a way for me out of and into greater moments. I trust him. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus is to simply trust and obey. Do you, do you believe the word of God? Do you believe the promises of God that are still yes and amen? I am challenging you today. You can believe the promises, the, the, the Bible. You can believe the promises. They are yes and amen. I am the litmus test. I have gone through many, many wars. And every time I do, I come out more powerful, cleaner, stronger, wiser, and more robust with greater prosperity. Every time. Does it look like I win every time? Not to the naked eye. No, 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 no. But you got to wait. You got to walk out the process. 
if you stay in the process that the Lord has you in, I'm not talking about living in sin. I'm not talking about doing what you want, when you want, with who you want, and then, and then expecting everything to just be amazing. Well, God can come in in a miracle as soon as you ask for forgiveness. God can come in with a supernatural miracle, and he can take the intended curse and turn it into a blessing. But you got to turn to God. you got to be living above and not beneath. you got to be living from the upper room. Okay. Ah, so I got a little preachy there. I was, I was preaching. I was going after some doubt and unbelief in your lives. I was going after some things that are trying to control you, contain you. So I got like five more minutes and I got to run because I got to get to a meeting. So um, in, in Acts chapter one, in Acts chapter two, I want to I want to set some uh, some frameworks, some grids for us to understand what it is to live from above and not beneath. Your your First John four seventeen to go along with Romans chapter six verses four five and six says, as he is, so are we in this world now, in this world. So are we like, we are like him. We are, we, what is him like? He's not the, he's not the, the lamb or, or the, or, or the, the being that looks like a serpent on the cross. He, it says, it says Jesus was like the serpent that was lifted up in the wilderness. He's not, he's, he's not the sacrificial lamb. He's not the, the thing that looked like a serpent. He, he, he is not, he is not the, the lump of meat that didn't even look like a human on the cross. He is the risen, resurrected King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is God eternal. And I want to tell you as he is sitting in a Authority this day with power over and governing over time and places and, and provi providing righteousness, peace and joy, faith, hope and love and operating in grace and truth as he is throughout all of his creation right now. So are you. Can you hear the word of the Lord today? Stop looking at what you're going through when you're in a pit. If you just keep looking all around you in your peripheral, in your in your gaze around, all you can see is dirt. All you can see is containment. All you can see is the control of the pit that you're in. But lift your eyes from where your hope comes from. Because if you can see beyond, you can go beyond. And I bust up the paradigm paralysis today. I'm on here to break up the paradigm paralysis. Your paradigm, how you see things. You're paralyzed because all you can see is the dirt in your life. All you can see is the control and the containment in your life. Stop looking at what you're going through and fix your gaze on the things that are above. Your gaze will create your appetite and your atmosphere. Say, say this, say appetites. Say my sight creates my appetite. 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 Why am I saying that? Because if you can see it, you can have it. What, what you see is what you will have. And many of you have had your, your blinders put on by your trauma, blinders to your future, 
put on by what you're going through or what your parents said or what your teachers said. And I tell you, I was in a slow learning class in grades, I think two, three, and four. I came out of that. I was in the wilderness for three years. <laughs> I came out of that with a hunger to learn. Was I dumb? Uh, no. Was I was I smart? I, I'm. I got taught. I'm a genius. I, 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 I stop looking at your pedigree and look at your legacy. Stop looking at what you were born into. What you were born into is what you're to dominate, not to take your identity from. Not in this physical realm. Your identity comes when you became a child of God, when you believed what Jesus did for you. My God, my God. Okay, I, I gotta move. I gotta move on. Are you being encouraged today? Break out of that paradigm paralysis by seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Set your affections on the things that are above. Colossians chapter three, verse two. Live from above. So I'll, I'll go through in detail more Acts chapter one. I want to skip right down to uh, um, Acts chapter one, verse 12. So Jesus has already been taken up. Jesus has already uh, been resurrected from, from the dead. He spent 10 days, sorry, he spent significant moments. The, 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 the disciples, 120, are about to send, spend 10 significant days seeking for what Jesus laid on them. We got a lambano. We got to lay hold of uh, the promises that are yes and amen to them that believe. Okay. Actually, let me just go back. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Acts chapter one, verse seven. <laughs> and he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the, the father has put in his own authority. But that word, but is on the contrary. And you need to, you need to know that. Uh, does he want to, so do you want to be wise like the children, like the children of Issachar. Do you want an Issachar anointing to know the times and the seasons? Yes, that's available to you now. It was available ten days after this to do that. But right when he was saying this, don't. But but knowing the times and the season are not as important as this. But on the contrary, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So you shall receive. That word receive is the Greek word lombano. It means to lay hold of, as take hold of. So it's not a casual kind of, well, God knows where I am. Uh, he knows my address and he's the eternal God and he wants to give me something. No, you have to position yourself. You got to position yourself with your encounters. You got to position yourself by looking above and living where you see yourself seated. Okay, quickly, this is run down here. I'm just setting the foundation for next week. Um. Verse 12 of Acts chapter 1. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, which was near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they entered, they went into the upper room. My God. So they were they gathered together in an upper room. Why did they put upper room? Why didn't they just say in a room? Why didn't they say in in in, in a in a in a living room or in a uh, um a den or something, something that could have been any other thing. They said upper room. Why? Because you need to understand you need to live from that place. 
Don't leave Jerusalem. What is that? The city of peace. Don't leave your peace until you're endued with power because you spent significant moments focusing on setting your affections on the things that are upper and above in the upper room. You got to live from the upper room. When they were gathered after 10 days on the 50th day of the resurrection of the Christ is when Holy Spirit went through that building, that upper room. You got to position yourself daily in the upper room. Whoa, hallelujah. Do you understand that? the ramifications of living from the upper room. What room are you living in? Are you living in the room of, of CNN? Are you living from the, the room uh, of, of Fox News Network? Are you living from the room uh, of despair? Are you living from the room of your past? Are you living from the room of trauma? Or are you living with the possibilities of the room of the upper, the upper room? Live from the upper room. That's where Holy Ghost met them. That's where Holy Ghost will meet you every day. Have a framework. Now a grid that you have a place to go to. Enter through the door of Jesus into the upper room and stay there in your peace until you're endued with power and it will spill out onto the streets. I'm going to go through this with more detail. I got to run right now. So good to be with you all. I got this amazing uh, thing coming up called Ascend the Summit, uh, Edmonton, Ascend the Summit Leadership Experience. Leaders are coming from across the nation and some from the United States of America on March 22nd and 23rd of 2024 that we're in. And uh, it this is where you can go to buy a ticket. There's about, uh, I think two thirds of them are gone right now. We have a month and a half left, maybe a little more to get your ticket. But go to barrymiracle.ca backslash ascend the summit. You can get your ticket there. There are still a few hotel rooms that you can get. Instead of paying $400 a night, you can pay $157 or $159, something like that. Anyway, it's significantly cheaper. They're giving us a, a summit rate. And you can get this all from my website. Go to barrymiracle.ca and um, sign up for ascend the summit. Or, or you can, if you believe in what we're doing, guys. Uh, we're doing significant things in the world. We're being positioned to help uh, my First Nations people to come into their gatekeeping authority. I'm, I'm, there's so many things I don't have time to share with you that uh, projects and things that we're doing, and that is literally going to cost me millions of dollars. And I'm asking if this if this is bearing witness with you, I'm asking you to sow a significant seed, not only into this podcast. If this podcast is helping you. So where you want to go. If, I, if I'm carrying something you want, I don't need you. God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But you get an opportunity to participate because when you partner with me, it's like when I partnered with God and I got all the resources. When you partner with me and we partner together with God, you, you at your salvation, you partner with God. There's a power of partnership. And when we partner together, it's exponentiated. One can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000. Let's put the enemy on the run. Let's release the spirit of the fear of the Lord into all of the earth and strike vengeance on everything that is contrary to God's will. 
Let's put the death murder. Let's put the death of poverty. Let's put the death depression. Let's put the death perversion. Let's put the death all these things that are hindering and affecting and, and waylaying and stopping and, and, and hurting humanity. Let's partner together. Love you guys. Until next week, Barry Miracle signing off. Bye now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.